0: Hello everybody and welcome to a special edition of the One Step Better podcast. I'm your host Mike Schaefer and with me as always here is Matt Patrick. Today is a double special version of our podcast because it's not only a podcast but it's also we're going to push this out as a webinar Yep. because we're going to talk about some really important things. Um, And also as you guys if you're looking and watching us on YouTube you see that we're in a different area and so over the past two, three months or so. um, uh, Our team here has been hard at work at kind of finding and developing and putting together a fixed space for us to actually record this so that we don't have to tear everything down and put everything up over and over again like we were doing before. And so Miss Becky on our team has worked uh, super, super hard at, um, I mean, I don't know other way to say it than kind of like building this little studio. You have no idea. It looks
1: really cool. Uh, we have space, our space, uh, desk here, plenty
0: of room to spread out. We don't have to tear anything down. This is going to be set up for a while. We got nice little lighting and and audio. And so, uh, really appreciate your work on that, Becky.
1: Hopefully we get people to now to watch it and listen to it. And that's the next step. Yeah.
0: And so, um, well, to that point, if you're out there and you are listening and you do subscribe, we would love it if you, um, shared our links, um, to, to the podcast. Um it, but even more important than that is actually um you know go and give us a comment on um apple or or spotify wherever you listen to podcasts and and you find us. make sure you give us a rating. um five stars are always better than two stars yes um but you know we we want those ratings and so I'm still uh, we a really appreciate it
1: hard. I still appreciate my little gold star <laughs>
0: yeah I want my gold stars I I'm want trying. my stickers I I'm want trying. my little I'm smiley trying. faces
1: toy box on Fridays.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how that still motivates my, my kids that, the toy box. Um, and so new studio, that's really cool.
1: It is but, a, lot of, a lot of important stuff going on right now. We need probably
0: But a lot of important tackle. stuff going on. Yeah. And so this is our first, uh, ability to actually record something for 2021. And so, um, for, for any small business leader out there, they may have seen at the end of 2020 some you know end of year legislations things are happening um bills are getting passed and there's some pretty significant things that are coming like beginning today, yeah, today when yeah. this and podcast th- drops yeah, it will that's going to affect small businesses on, yeah
1: yeah the act was signed what the 23rd or 22nd of December yeah it was late in the finally, month finally finally and then um they, they had seven days from the time it was finally signed to uh, give us some direction. We got that direction late Friday evening. Application came out Saturday morning, and uh, banks are turning on. Uh, they turned on uh, Monday for um, those who do not get PPP in round one, and bank, local community banks are turning on today, with the rest of the banks uh, turning on Friday, is what we've been told. So it's a race to the finish line again. Yep. It feels like a deja vu all over again. Yeah.
0: And so if you don't know what Matt's talking about, the Consolidated Appropri- Appropriations Act uh, for 2021 was signed at the end of December. And there's really a couple of things that we want to talk about today as it relates to that. Um, primarily, uh, if you were in the Paycheck Protection Program, uh, there's another round of that coming. Uh, there's some, some more dollars that's going to be spent. There's some more. Roles and eligibility uh, requirements that weren't in place in the first one, and then the second thing that we're going to talk about that was a significant change in this year in legislation is an expansion uh, not only of timeline but also eligibility for employers using the employees uh, employee retention credit, which is going to have a pretty major effect on any small businesses any small business that had been affected by uh, you know COVID nineteen in twenty twenty. So our plan today is to kind of give you a high-level talk about those items, as well as we're going to get into some next steps and some some things that we're going to be doing with our clients uh, in order to help them navigate through some of those times. And so where we want to start is PPP round two. Yep. And so uh, in the first round of PPP, one of the things that we did really quickly on is we began to assess who's going to be eligible, what are the requirements, so started listening to... You got a blank white sliding. Yeah, that happens all the time. I don't know what's going on there. Um, But it... We started to assess who is, who is eligible, what the rules are, um, what are all of the different guidance that's going to come out. We wanted to make sure that we had a good understanding of what's going to happen. Round two, we expect at some level to be similar but different. Um, yep. Some of the rules are going to be the same. Some of the rules are going to change. So we want to highlight some of the things that you can expect to see
1: from round two of PPP. Okay. Yep. So the first and the easiest one to kind of make sure people understand is, we're still borrowing uh, based off of what is an average monthly payroll for the same periods of 2019 or 2020 that we borrowed on before. You can still elect to change that, but most people probably maximize it in stage one, so they're going to use the same method for stage two. Um, but uh, in addition to that, um, you're going to get two and a half months for most of most businesses will, and there are some explicit codes that allow you to get three and a half months. That being, it's a the NAICS code, which is the industry code, if you're in the restaurant industry or bar bar restaurant or um, hospitality, you will get three and a half months payroll. So your NAICS code would start with a seven and a two, and that means you get three and a half months, which is huge. So very helpful.
0: Absolutely. Same same rules apply as round one in that the any employee's compensation over 100K for the year is going to be excluded from that calculation to determine payroll cost. Um, but it is an expansion of that. But not all employers are going to qualify. Correct. Um, we have some specific revenue requirements for round two.
1: Correct. So that is you have to show that your revenue has been down at least 25% from the same period of time from the previous year. So quarter two 2020 versus quarter two two 2019 is what we're seeing most of our clients are qualifying in that quarter. That's the heart of COVID first restrictions from March 12th, in theory, is when a lot of the government shutdowns started happening. And then kind of what we say is kind of full boat happened at that point. Yeah. So most of our clients are qualifying in that second quarter. But we had people, client. you know, some people weren't affected at that point. I mean, we had clients qualifying in first quarter of last year, first quarter 2020 versus first quarter of 2019. We have clients that qualified in fourth quarter of 2020. They didn't see the results or impact right away. They could have had a big pipeline before, revenue yep. hadn't changed yet. But, so we've gone through in our client list that we did PPPs for on round one, and we've assessed all the clients at this point, and we've determined who qualifies and who doesn't. And we are starting the app, you know, preparation of the applications now and getting those lined up for their banks that we worked with last time.
0: And similar to round one, this is a—I'll say round one, one A. Yeah. Before it was expanded, there is a fixed dollar amount in the bucket to be dispersed in this second draw. And so um, we we saw this in round one where the dollars were—you know—they were spent pretty quick. Two weeks or so after they opened it up, it ran out. And they did put some more dollars in that did not get fully spent. We are there's no clear expectation right now that if round two gets spent super quick that there's going to be a replenishing
1: of the funds our only hope there is we've been you know with the change of uh parties going on right now we assume that there'll be you know another round funded should this happen should that yeah um but there is no guarantees are but with the qualification of revenue having hit. Um, Fewer employers. Are assume, in our world right now, about 40% of our clients are qualifying that qualified for it as of round one. Yeah. And so we're assuming the numbers are way down. Um, uh, but we'll see. We but, don't know yet.
0: Yep. And so, with that said, the, the big point of that is we want to make sure that we're doing all of our due diligence to ensure that people are qualifying. But once that's done, we want to get the ball mo- moving relatively quickly. We don't want to just sit around and, and wait and, we are and see what's going to happen. We're submitting all of our
1: applications, hopefully, within the next couple of days. Yeah. Uh, we'll have some going today, and we'll have um, – the we have a couple of banks. So the community banks qualify to go a couple of days early. Um, and so there's a couple of community banks that are doing loans here uh, in our area. And I'm sure it's across the country, but for the most part, all the banks are going to open up on Friday, which changes. You know, that that means we got to get ready. Yeah. Because once it's open for everybody, we'd expect to see a, burn, pretty a pretty big pretty flux. Pretty burn fast, coming yeah. In, yeah. And also I'm assuming most people got the kinks worked out last time. So some yep. of our delays in getting started last time were they didn't know they were doing based, and yeah. all kinds of system. And So I'm assuming it actually will accelerate this time our ability to get some. Where do you know on our end we're getting a portal access to our clients versus last time where we had to give an app, a physical paper application to the bank and they keyed it in. Now they're putting all it back on us. So it's our job now to get everybody in, which is a little harder, chasing logins that we don't have control yeah. over.
0: But it's also one of the – like, that's our preference. Is yeah, it then at that point, we get to
1: be in control of the process Yeah, I can put as many people more. as I need to, yeah. to do it. And we only have – you know, we have about 75 apps to do. If I have to put 30 people on this to do it, we will do that. If yeah. we're the only person we can crank out is each person to get two done or so, two and a half done. Yeah. So we will, and we will get them all done that way. Yeah,
0: and, and that will be nice. There are, you know, there's some, there's some other little minor changes here. Um, limits of loan amount, well, I believe it's $2 million. Oh. Um, You could still spend up to 60% on payroll costs, which is something here when we talk about employee retention credit, we're going to definitely talk a little bit more about that and some strategies around maximizing total available dollars. Um, Don't expect this to be an issue, but in order to qualify for round two, you have to have spent all of your round one money. Correct. Um, at this point, if somebody hasn't spent all their round one money, I would be surprised. What we're
1: finding though is it is very possible you didn't get a round one. Yeah. If you didn't think you needed it. Now you do. Um. And so they went and we had people getting round one money. They'll spend that really fast okay. and then go yeah. ahead and get round two after yeah. that. So. Yeah. 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 Um, this one also has the caveat that you can't have more than three hundred people in one location. Yep. Which last time they didn't have that. They just had an overall dollar amount limit. So this will limit us a little bit. Not in our case for our clients, but if somebody has like a large casino or a large restaurant that has over three hundred people in it. They won't. They won't qualify.
0: Yeah, large employees are definitely. Um, unless, you, but if you're in that in that NAICS seventy two bucket, then it's three hundred per location. Uh, other than that, you it is three hundred for the group for the entity. Oh yeah, yeah. So so if you if you're in that hospitality world. Then it opens up a little bit differently yep. than than other employers. Um, in our world, we're no. you know small business accounting firm. That's not That's something. An issue. That, our biggest know, client has. We don't have three hundred employees per location. Our, our biggest
1: client has five hundred employees, but nobody is in that in, in multiple locations, yeah, multiple yeah. spots.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so it's a little bit different. Um, all in PPP round two, um, second draw, whatever you want to call it, is not substantially different. I mean, other than these, these little things, like, you know the revenue requirements, probably the biggest one. Um, yeah, not well, substantially different no, from an it,
1: application process, getting the funds, all that type of stuff. Getting the funds, no. What you're allowed to spend the money on has been changed. And so you have additional items that you can uh, spend on, uh, operational costs that weren't yeah. a part of it last time, which is going to be beneficial as we talk about the credit coming yeah, up.
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, we do have, I, I want to say it was two, Interim final rules that Treasury has put out up to today, where we where we've seen up to today, we do expect that to whether that's through additional FAQs or, you know, as Just they like as time. they always do, those will trickle in over time. Um, with the change of legislate or change of uh, um, uh, government people here over the next couple of weeks, this could evolve at any you know any who knows what. Yep. Um, the political climate definitely changes things, and so. Uh, we'll continue to, to watch out for this as more updates happen, as, as more information comes out that is applicable to what's going on. We definitely will keep you uh, up to date with, with that. Whether that's through the One Step Better podcast, whether we do that through a, uh, you know, a second webinar altogether or third webinar, fourth webinar. I think last year, when all this stuff started, we were doing a webinar once a week. Yeah, at least once a week. And then that turned into once every couple weeks, and then that turned hey, into we like to do this, Let's do a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> turned into a, let's do a podcast. So who knows? Next, next, uh, This time next year, we may have our own TV show. It can't. never know. You never know. <laughs> we'll get on public access TV, and you can That'd see us in really there. That would be really exciting stuff. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> the face for, face for radio. I have face for radio. On TV. Um, so that's anything uh, else you want to add on the PPP stuff before we move on?
1: No. I mean, just if you, if you have questions, we're here. And for our clients that we serve already, it, this is something that just know that we're on top of it, trying to make sure people are getting taken care of as fast as possible. It's a stressful time for us, stressful time for all of our clients. We understand it, but you know we also have our priorities set. Of all the months for this stuff to happen, it's not the ideal month. We have every other deadline in the world is this month as well, so they have not accepted any of those stuff. So 1099s are due. We're doing year-end stuff. We're doing uh, getting ready for tax season. We've got all kinds of uh, W-2s and payroll tax filings. Everything else is going on it's the road. the best time of year. Let's add PPP on top of it. So I'm all for it. I mean, it's good. It helps our clients, which is what we want. We want them to succeed and uh, get through this mess and get to the other side. And so hopefully this will help get there.
0: Absolutely. So the second thing we want to talk about today is the employee retention credit. So this is not a new credit. It was available, you know, it was first introduced in the CARES Act um, back mid last year in 2020. Um, The big reason that we didn't really talk a lot about the ERC is not because we didn't know about it. We weren't doing the research on it. But the big reason was there was in the CARES Act a stipulation that said if you take a PPP loan, this is first draw PPP loan mid-20 or early 2020, then the ERC doesn't apply. You can't double dip. You cannot do both. And so in 2020, the rules were this. If, uh, if you were affected by COVID and or you had a 50% reduction in revenue, gross receipts, calendar quarter over calendar quarter, you were then eligible for a tax credit of up to 50% of wages, up to 10K per employee per year. All that to say, you could have an employee that earned $10,000 a year and the employer received a $5,000 tax credit against for, for, for that employee. So if I had 10 employees, that's potentially a $50,000 tax credit, right? 000, right? Yeah. Big dollars there. However, you couldn't take it if you had PPP. And, and PPP so, was better. And PPP and was yeah, I'm getting two and a half months of payroll with, with the only cap being 100K annualized per year. Yep. So I'm getting up to essentially 13K per person versus five grand, five grand per person. So yep. we didn't see this utilized very much. Really, not anyone that we mm-hmm. actually talked to utilized because nope. everybody that we talked to was doing the PPP stuff. Correct. Well, in our end of year 2021 legislation, that changed. Uh, and this is a significant tax credit, significant change in the rules that is going to affect um, anyone that's, that's eligible for a PPP loan is affected by this as well. And so um, here, here are kind of the, there's, there's two components to the rules that we wanna make sure that you're aware of. First of which the change going backwards in calendar year 2020 says that if you took a PPP loan, you are now also eligible to participate in the employee retention credit to the extent you don't use the same dollars uh, on the wages that you use PPP. So if I let's for example, that I'm paying Matt $10,000 over the course of 2020, that's all you earned in 2020, and I took a PPP loan against Matt, I can't then, for that 10K of wages, I can't then claim the employee retention credit. But if I took, let's say Matt got paid 20K, and I took a 10K, let's say I, I used 13K, I guess, yeah. you know, get doing crazy, getting way detailed here, but 13K on the PPP piece, then up to $7,000 I could take on the employee
1: retention credit. So we'd get a $3,500 credit in that instance. Because you would have got 50% up to the remaining wages above Absolutely. Thirteen grand.
0: So these are now interplaying with one another.
1: Yep. And so most of our clients there, I'm assuming, they paid people above and beyond what they got PPP because you only borrowed two and a half months in payroll. And now you have 52 weeks of payroll availability. Correct. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so with that, the, the rules for 2020 didn't change. With respect to you, had to have a fifty percent reduction of wages quarter over quarter,
1: or Or, yeah, this big one. This yeah, this Mm -hmm. is the
0: big one. Yeah, or your business was affected, either partially or fully by a government order, um, essentially shutting you down or limiting your your operations. Now there's some
1: more. There's a definite test there. there, Yeah, there's some definite rules attached to that. Yep, full or partial shutdown, um, regulated by the government, and so the government is telling you you had to be shut down. There's a very clear understanding of what full and partial means. It had to affect you. It is did. The, ha- is the, it had to affect you. It's a big you. test. And you had, your business had to be impacted by a full or partial shutdown. So socially distanced restaurant, in theory, you can't have the same capacity you had before because the government. You're now qualified. Right. Um, you're not shut down. You can still do takeout. You can do all kinds of – but you were, you were impacted yeah. because you had a partial shutdown. So if, your if you're
0: a restaurant, even if you didn't hit the 50% reduction of revenue – you do qualify under that partial shutdown. So what does that mean? There's a tax credit available for calendar year 2020. For five grand a head. That's up, up to, to five. 5K per head. Yep. And we're still waiting on official guidance on the mechanisms by which we're going to take advantage of that tax credit. Um, we kind of know what's going to happen there. We, we, ex- we have some theories on what's yep. going to happen. Whether because. There's really only two ways to handle it, which is going to be through amended returns, or it's going to be through an advance credit in 2021.
1: I, I could go, I can make an argument I'm either way. Going to amend the returns, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? You could flood the IRS if you yeah. do that, right? Yeah. So
0: um, we're still waiting on the official guidance from the Treasury on how to take advantage of that credit. But what we do know to be true is that it's going to affect a lot of people, um, simply because now, even though you took a PPP you can also take the employee retention credit. So here's what we're doing for that. Um, we are in, we're, we're in the process of doing some assessment stuff and, and the, I'll say the maximizing credit so that we take the full extent of PPP available and the full extent of ERC available so that we're getting the best answer for our clients.
1: Yeah. We're trying to help. Uh, we're going to be assessing our clients with the idea of how do we um, best manage our forgiveness of PPP round one. Yep to a leave available, credit available for ERC. So that's luckily we have not applied for forgiveness for very many clients yet, because if we had, I don't know how we would have adjusted this at this point. There's no mechanism to amend your forgiveness application, but this will be a good opportunity for us to balance the two and then maximize the credits available to our clients.
0: Yeah, One of the things that we've been talking about internally is uh, over time, we've always kind of talked about the idea uh, we want to spend all of our PPP funds on payroll costs simply to make the application for forgiveness process significantly easier. We don't have a bunch of backup. We don't have a bunch of uh, um, different rules around, you know, do we have to have copies of receipts and lease agreements, all that type of stuff. Um, but now with that the ERC Sorry. is in place, <laughs> throw the phone over there. Um now that the ERC is in place, we're really looking at the idea of taking up to sixty percent of payroll costs according to the rules, in order to have those leftover dollars for e- for ERC. And so there's a there's kind of a threshold in, of making sure like do you have employees that are over that amount? So we're even does it even matter? So that's the process of trying to maximize the credit that we're going through right the, now.
1: The nice thing is um, we've been involved with both sides of the fence for a lot of our clients, yeah. and so now we can um, hopefully. These are these are real dollars, and this is um, an area that uh, this is free money. I mean, it's it's additional free tax credits that are refundable to them in their pocket, and so uh, we want to go try to get as much of it as available, as legally available, that's that's applicable for our yeah. clients.
0: I mean, so here's the quick math: if I'm a restaurant and I have 50 employees that are all in over the course of 2020, let's pretend like they made at least 10k a year over the PPP amount. That's a potential tax credit of two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yep, that the IRS will simply write you a check and send it to you. Um, and that's for twenty twenty. That's for twenty twenty. Yeah. That and we're going to talk about twenty one in here a second. And that's that's for a couple of things. One dollars you have already spent uh, and available to you under this program. Correct. The one thing that is important to understand is in twenty twenty, if you had over a hundred employees you really, I'll say you do qualify, but not really. Um, You only qualify for wages that you spent on um, for employees not to work. So if you were, if you were paying payroll costs and and your employees were working like normal and you're over a hundred employees, those wages don't qualify for the credit.
1: Now, the beauty of that is during early PPP, a lot of our clients did pay did. some people not to work. Correct. And then when they extended it 24 weeks, we still have labor. So now you have to go back and capture which hours did we pay people not to work to see if there's eligible credits available. Yep. There's some of that. We know there is. A couple of our clients I know for sure did this. Yep. Because it was the, if I don't hire them not to work, I won't spend all my money, and therefore I won't be able to get this forgiven. Yeah. So or to... this is a key person that I can't afford for them to go find another job. Correct. I need them back whenever I'm back. I'm paying them no matter what. Yeah. And so- that is something we are looking at too. So we'll do that, do our due diligence when we're, we're exploring the credit opportunities there as well. So it isn't that there's nothing, but there is, it's very limited if you're over under 100. Yeah. And so.
0: Yeah. Over 100 is where things start to get tricky. Now, that's 2020. The tw- end of 2021 legislation changed the rules for the ERC in some ways going forward. So this is one going forward. Um, it changed a couple of the rules that are pretty important. Um, The biggest change here is now no longer do you have to provide evidence of a 50% reduction of gross receipts or revenue, but instead just a 20%. And this is calendar year quarters, 2019 versus I'll say fourth quarter 2020 is going to be the easiest one to look at. There's some stipulations around the rules of comparison quarters that we're waiting on guidance for. But for right now, let's pretend like we're comparing fourth quarter 19 to fourth quarter 20. If I'm over a 20% reduction of revenue, I now qualify for the 20, first quarter 2021 ERC. Here's why this is significant.
1: I still also have the full or partial shutdown.
0: Or, yes, the worst. So that's still, still
1: yes. going on for a lot of our restaurants. We don't have worry about this test. But for other businesses, let's just say, like if let's say you're an accounting firm, for instance, um, you would qualify if you showed a 20% reduction. So if you qualified for PPP round two based off a of fourth quarter, you're going to qualify for this based yep. off a of fourth quarter. So that's part of our test too. Absolutely.
0: And so the, uh, the the big change here is that the credit amount is different. In 2020, it's 50% of wages up to 10k per year. In 21. It's seventy percent of wages up to ten k per quarter. So now we're talking about in twenty twenty, this is a maximum of five thousand dollars per head credit in twenty one for the first two quarters. So this is expanded expanded through second quarter of twenty twenty one. We're talking about up to fourteen k per head. So you could do the math. If I'm a hundred person shop and I'm getting a a tax credit of uh, fourteen k per quarter. That's 1.4 million dollars, right?
1: I'm getting 7,000 per quarter.
0: Yeah, 14k for first and second quarter.
1: Yep. If you qualify for both quarters, you're going to get 1.4 million dollars, yeah.
0: which is an astronomical number for paying your employees. The other thing to here that changed is if you are an employer of 500 employees or less, you qualify for the full credit for wages paid while working. So whereas before it was 100 employees or less, it's now 500 employees or less.
1: So this put everybody up to up to 500 employees. You saw the same rules. Yep. And and it's the, I get, if I can show 20% of reduction from my previous quarter versus the same quarter of the previous year. So in theory, for second quarter of 2021, I'm going to need to prove that first quarter of 2021 versus first quarter of 2020. Mm-hmm. Correct? Okay. First
0: quarter. So this is where it's a
1: little bit tricky because the way the rules
0: are written right now, you would actually compare first quarter 21 versus first quarter 19. Okay. Okay. Um, There is some language in the actual legislation that may make it to be where you're comparing first quarter 21 versus fourth quarter 19, as well as first quarter 21 versus first quarter 20. So we're waiting on some, like the, the date range piece of the guidance is what I'm most willing to see. Right now, we can tell with certainty, it's very clear, fourth quarter 20 versus fourth quarter 19 to qualify for first quarter 21.
1: Correct. That's definitely, that's in the yeah. FAQ that's already been released. Or the, so that's actually in the law. In the law, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then there's some other ways that we can play with the dates gotcha. to actually get there uh, apart from fourth quarter. All just to be quarter.
1: said, there's a lot of money available yep. for people that have been impacted. Yep. Uh, full or partial shutdown or 20% reduction on an employee level basis, this is $7,000 a head in a quarter that as long as you paid them at least $10,000 in a quarter, that's a lot of money. I mean, it mm-hmm. just adds up fast. Yep, so
0: it is. And uh, same rules apply. If you took the PPP funds, you still qualify for the ERC to the extent you're not using the same dollar uh, to pay for, for both things. So from, from our perspective, um, as an accounting firm and what we're kind of doing with this, we're, we're doing a couple of things. I didn't really build out this slide all the way. Um, uh, this, is, this is a very brief <laughs> yep. overview of what we're actually doing. Um, one is full assessments of all of our clients on who is eligible for what. And from there, what is the maximum way to approach these credits and these, these programs?
1: Yeah, our role is going to be how do we best order the money? So do we, do we spend PPP money first or ERC money first? And then from there, what expenses do we want to put into your PPP tranches so you maximize the amount available for your credits? And then we want to make sure that we um, appropriately uh, assess, you know, uh, revenue uh, variations if needed. Yeah, and another big thing that we're doing with this is um, many of
0: you may not know this, but we actually have a tax credit service that we offer um, as part of Works, and we're expanding that tax credit service. What do you now know? We're
1: going to expand this because there's a lot of money to there. Include employee retention
0: credit. Whereas Absolutely. before it wasn't, no yeah. one was actually doing it, so we didn't actually uh, you know, include those services. But now we are, and so. Um, you're gonna be hearing a lot more from us about that to help you do that. There's a lot of tracking and dates to keep up with. There's a lot of information that you have to keep up with in order to to maximize these credits. Um and so we're gonna do that stuff for you as yep. part of part of our services. I mean,
1: the reality of it is is we wanna support our clients and this is a perfect way to do it. There's a lot it. of money for our clients to go out and get and we wanna help them do it.
0: Yep. Yep, because Ultimately, um, the, the whole reason for this legislation, we can debate on you know its efficacy uh, efficacy or not, but um, it's to help small businesses make it through these times. I don't even know what efficacy means, but okay. The, the effectiveness of it. Yes. I'm uh, to, to use a words I probably shouldn't <laughs> I, use. It, right? I don't know that word. Um, but it, it's all meant to help our, our small business clients and, and small businesses around the country get through these times in the most uh, – painless way as possible. We want to get everybody and through so this so we crap. want to make sure that the the dollars that are available are being gotten by the people that qualify for them. Yep. Uh, and so that's the you qualify, our I want you to get it. Yep. Yep. And so um, you're going to be hearing a lot more from us about those things. Uh, we're going to you know deliver content through a couple of different ways. Obviously, you're listening to this on our podcast. I know this, if you're uh, a regular listener to our podcast, this probably sounds a little bit different than normal. If you're you know, watching us on YouTube, we got a whole screen in the background and keeping up with slides and all that type of stuff. We're actually going to send all of this out to, to all of our clients uh, here over the next couple of days so that we make sure that we're getting you the most timely information that's going to be applicable to, to your situation. Um, but as we do that and you have questions about, you know, do I qualify? How much do I qualify? What are the rules around it? all of those types of things, please, please, please reach out to us. Ask us those questions. Let us help you, help guide you through these, uh, these new programs so that we can maximize, help you maximize the, uh, the dollars that are available to you.
1: Absolutely. There, we, we are here to help. And, you know, luckily, hopefully you guys who did this round with, round one with us know that we're going to go through whatever we need to do to make sure you guys get what you need. And uh, we're here alongside you, helping you um, as best we can. And then um, as we go through it forward now into the ERC stuff, it's, it's, we want to figure out what's, out what's out there and what we can go find.
0: Yep. And we're going to keep on top of all the new rules and any, any new things that come out uh, so that we're really in your corner to help you get one step better along the way. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to, to, to listen to us today. Um, if you haven't yet, make sure you're following us on social media. Our most timely information that we're getting out there is happening via social media. We can get it out there pretty quickly. And so follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, We're at all the places. Um, As well as if you haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, we would love for you to click that subscribe button. Um, Same thing on YouTube. Uh, Click subscribe so you don't ever miss another episode of the One Step Better podcast. And uh, we're really glad that we could help you through some of these times. Thanks and have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you.